and we're back because I have to do it now. I think that's my favorite part of this whole thing. <laughs> really? It's At this like, point, that has become my favorite part of the whole thing. It's no different than your favorite cartoons coming on. You can hear the theme song from the kitchen. You know it's time to put down mm-hmm. and go sit down. I think that's where my daughter gets her love of intros from. A lot of times she could care less about the show, but the intro, she will literally drop and walk into the area to make sure she can see the intro happen. You know, I've said it before. If you got a decent show, and I mean, I don't care if it's a drama, if it's a comedy or whatever. If you got a decent show and you got a decent intro to it. I, I think that is just the way it works now. Like, 90s. Late 80s, early 90s cartoons yeah. on Saturday morning, yeah. the intros hit different. You yes. may not have you may not have learned anything from the show despite the fact that there was always that informative spot at the end of G.I. Joe. That intro was fantastic. Oh, I can tell you right now, anybody my age can hear the intro to a certain Little Great Dane show and know exactly <laughs> what's happening. You don't need, All you need is like the first second. Oh, yeah. There were different variations, though, but for the most part, you hear the bats, and you're in good shape. Oh, for some of the live-action movies and some of the cartoon movies, because they actually did cartoon movies, too. But for some of them, they got, you know, bigger-name bands to do the intro. Uh, And I've actually used those for, like, Halloween setups and stuff as as a DJ. Um, I actually did some, uh, I set my sound system up one time for a trunk or treat. Uh, My wife has these little stand-up zombie animated uh, critters. (laughs) I shouldn't say critter, but... One of them looks like a butler, like a 2,000-year-old uh-huh. butler. Anyway, yeah. I, I put headphones on him, put him behind the sound system. And, you know, just to keep everything PG, sure. I was doing stuff like that. And, you know, the kiddo, you can tell. When it comes on, you see them little five-year-olds, you know who's watching There's it and who's not. There's a constant snap of the head. <laughs> it was great. That's what we need. Hey, somebody who's got a mystery machine and a great Dane, um, get in touch with me. I'll let you know where the trunk or treat is. That would be cool. <laughs> Win the day. Yes, definitely. Oh, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I I just wish they made intros like that now. I realize cartoons now are meant to be more informative. They didn't necessarily expect us to have that capacity when we were coming up. But some of these shows focus so much on the information and not so much about the fun. And I to a small extent it kind of bothers me. That is and that might be well, it's not even a mite. That is one of the things I liked about the reboot of Hawaii Five-0. They kept yes. the theme, and they kept the theme perfect. But I and I love the way they do it. You you get a minute or two of show, and then you get those you get those drums, and here we go. And you know, and it's it, it's perfect. And then I've watched shows that don't really do an intro. The show starts, and all of the credits are kind of flashing over in the corner here and there as the show starts. <sighs> yes, from the previous show. Yeah. And- a lot of times they're they're not real quick to do. They'll start skipping on the intro too. Yeah, like they'll do like this weird split screen thing where you'll get about a sec, about ten seconds of the credits while the new intro is playing, and then they'll roll it over. And I'm like, right. d- d- no, w- what happened yeah, to the I'm struggle? A, yeah, I'm a credit. That watching. was a go to the bathroom yeah. moment. You well, I'm a, no, not for me because I'm a credit watcher. I want to know who's I want to know who's in the show. I want to know who played this part and who played that part. And yes, but sometimes after, it's validation because it's like, oh, you know who that is, right? <laughs> right. Well, but and yes, and I understand that. But after once or twice, it turns into your bathroom time. Yes. Like well, on the same I, TV show, yeah. Right. Well, I I know the the I know it, the credits are a decent length, and I love the intro, but I also know the intro. Day in, day out, detail for detail. I can go to the bathroom. Yes. You've now stolen that from me. Then well, I ain't have to hit pause. Well, we, I, I mean, I realize we have that, but <laughs> that's Got not it. really the point no, it's of, of the, the statement. And I don't know if I've mentioned this or not, and, and I don't mean this as a uh, in any sort of political matter because they've currently been in the news for different things recently. Um, can we get justice for Donald Duck? <laughs> and and again, back in the day, it it wasn't as noticeable, or maybe I just didn't notice. But I feel like now in the cartoons, everybody's hating on Donald. There's and this there's one in particular where they go off into this fantasy land, and when they come back, everybody comes back down the steps. Except Donald. Donald winds up 
get thrown through a door, lands flat on his face, or gets thrown down some slide that I never even saw exists. Nobody saw him go in there. Somebody had to have shoved him in it on the way out. Donald Donald Duck is now the the. I I, I he's, need, he's your slapstick comic. But he's not. <laughs> he's the John Ritter of, of cartoons. I just don't understand. You ev- and I mean every single time. Anytime anything bad happens, Donald. You think that would be goofy? No, he's too stupid. <laughs> he's too stupid. Like he's he's that guy. Okay, that, so all right, we're gonna do this because you've always got Daphne getting caught and Velma losing her glasses. <laughs> I mean, I, that's like kryptonite. Yeah, that's like kryptonite. my glasses. My glasses. You, I can't see a thing without my glasses. If you, if you really wanted to get one over on the Scooby Gang, break them. Yeah, <laughs> then you can get away with murder. Crunched. <laughs> Done. Because Freddie's too worried about chasing Daphne, and I don't feel like I need to elaborate as to what we're talking about. <laughs> Shaggy and Scooby are stoned out of their minds. They're just looking for the fridge. Yeah. The only person who's actually doing the Velma's that kid in school where you get tasked with a group project yes. and you get an A because Velma did the work. Yep. Unsung heroes. That's what this should be. This let's talk unsung, unsung heroes. heroes. Let's talk unsung heroes. We're probably done right there. We don't know if we. Have. No, no. I think there are others. I think there are others. Um. Oh my gosh! Now that I see, I got no, no, you. No, 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 no. I, He's stumped. I'm not I can see stumped. the smoke. I have to just find a couple. Look at look at your classic TVs. Oh, I got you, Penny from Inspector Gadget. Penny from oh, Inspector yeah. Gadget. Yeah. First um, off, where can I get that book? That was a laptop before laptops were laptops. Yes. Just putting that out there. Kudos to the person who thought of that oh, idea. Oh, Johnny Quest's friend. Uh, Haji. The, Haji, yes. Haji does all the work. Yes, he that does. One. Now, be careful now we're getting one. onto something. Now we're, but you better be careful. You're, you're, you're walking you you notice I'm trying to go straight to somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> well, but look, but Johnny, though, let's just be honest, Johnny is following his father's lead because Race Bannon does all the head work for <laughs> Dr. Quest. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. Well, let's go ahead and give Bruce Banner props. He's got a props. I can't talk. Let's go ahead and give Bruce Banner props because he's got to he's got to make up for all the mess that his alter ego. <laughs> I don't buy that. He did that to himself to start with. He's not a good example. No, 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 no. I, I want the unsung heroes. Oh, we're staying in cartoons, the- though. Oh, no, it doesn't have no, to be. Have it to can be, be anywhere. It can be anywhere. I, okay, we, I'm done. It's, it's saluting the unsung heroes. Like that. That to me is the that that's where this should go. So let's see here. I mean, it it, it, it can be anything. Um, <laughs> Dick Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I realize that wow. was an overly political extreme, but I think it fits the narrative to a certain extent. Oh man. Garcia from Criminal Minds. See, all right, now we're talking. I mean, they get they they actually give her her props on on the show, but she does an awful lot of the work. Deacon from SWAT. Yep. <laughs> mm. I got one, McGee. And yes. Anybody who knows what NCIS yes. is knows it's McGee. Yes, all that day is long. Definitely, that is. <laughs> If there's anybody now, being he, a pack mule in a situation like that, it is well, McGee. But that was early on. He's kind of come into his own now. But early on, there was a whole lot of, uh, of I don't want to say the hazing, but it kind of was. But he'd always wind up finding it, finding out exactly what he needed, and then pluck yep. here. Let's let the hero <laughs> solve it. I'm like, dang it, give McGee some love. Oh, let's see. I kind of want to just pick pick a franchise and go with it. Muppets. That, that The Muppets popped into my head, but who would say is the unsung hero of the Muppets? Uh, I don't. I honestly don't know. I've got a favorite character. That's about all I can give well, Who's you. your favorite character? Gonzo. See, I think it's Gonzo. See, I love me some Gonzo. I that might, maybe that's Gonzo. why he's my favorite. Who knows? Hmm. That's a different take. Uh, let's I see. I often wondered if people would... Uh, if people, when they fry their frog legs, if they wrap them in bacon. I, sorry, I don't know why the Muppets make me think about stuff like that. That makes no sense. Well, it's because I find it odd that an amphibian is after a pig. They dated and everything. I didn't even get your correlation until just now. Are you embarrassed I, at this point? Or nope. <laughs> I, I understand. Well, I don't understand the couple. I get the couple's reference now that you say that. But frog legs wrapped in bacon, 
I immediately went to food and never stayed with the Muppets. Um, I mean, just imagine that in real life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I for love worth, it when I can derail him. <laughs> I re- Well, a while back, I mean, I made bacon-wrapped chicken drumsticks on the smoker, <laughs> and they were amazing. So, it's a thing. It's a thing, and I'm here for it. Hey, a while back, we, we actually did uh, meatloaf in the crock pot while we were camping. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can see that. All right, let's see. More unsung heroes. Oh, well, he's going to get right back on track. I am. We found two really good examples, and I know and there are others. And um, Who's the guy from uh, Magnum? Well, it's, oh, uh, not TC, the other one. Yes. I can't think of his name. The Preppy. Oh, ow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I leave back. <laughs> y'all may, oh yeah, y'all heard the thud. He almost put he almost put one of his plaques through the wall. <laughs> Poor I'm, Ravens. I'm so fretted by this. Um, I can't think of his name, so you know where I'm going to go. <laughs> How about this one, <laughs> Bill Belichick? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what we we did the other cartoon. What about uh, what about the Bugs Bunny cartoons? Would would you say? Uh, oh man. The unsung... Well, but they didn't really do stuff as like a team or a gang, so that doesn't really work. I'm talking about the people that wind up doing all of the work and get zero credit for it. Um, let's see. You could also make a push for Animal on the Muppets, because he actually gets stuff done. Everybody else just runs around screaming Animal. with their arms in the air. Animal does. Get to stuff other... done. I can't. Obviously, I can't. There's You're... a Magnum PI movie, and I did not know that that existed. I'm gonna have to do some searching when on on the TV stuff when I get home. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, you've got uh... <laughs> Tonto from the Lone Ranger. <laughs> oh, there it is. That's what I needed. Billy from the Power Rangers. From the first iteration, I don't know enough of the others. All right, but Rick Billy... Wright. Rick Wright was the guy from uh, okay. Magnum. I looked it up. It took me forever to look it up, yes, but I looked it up. His name was Rick. Now I want to go watch Magnum P.I. You're welcome. Thank you. I want to uh, go watch the movie because I didn't know there was a movie. Yeah, but I, I'm going to go with the Blue Ranger, Billy, from Billy, Power Blue Rangers. Ranger. I didn't watch that many Power <sighs> Rangers, honestly. Yeah, no, it's fine. Uh, everybody focuses on Tommy the Green Ranger and how big of a badass he was and so on and so forth and I don't disagree Tommy was by far not not the character the Green Ranger was the badass of the group no questions asked Red Ranger people <laughs> suck it uh, you are second fiddle congratulations um, but no I, Billy is the one who always has the insight and can point them in the right direction and then they're like let's go that way guys Give Billy the love. That's sort of like, uh, what's her name from Guardians of the Galaxy? Gamora? Oh, God. Zoe Saldana's character. Gamora? Yeah. She's just out of the blue, comes up with all of the everybody needs to hear. She's always got the wake-up call. Yes. Yes, She's she always has got the, the aha moment. Call. Yeah. Let's see. Who else has that? Well, Black Widow is. <laughs> that's the I, case. I'm not there yet, so give me give me a chance. No, 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 I'm just saying. I'm that, way behind on my Marvel movies. No, no, I, I, I'm I, just saying, you'll you'll see it, and you'll eventually come back and go, yep, you're right. I'm trying to think. If you guys have any of those, feel free to send those uh, in the comments and all that good stuff. Yeah, because we didn't. Normally when we have a question like this, we actually give each other a little bit of a chance to prepare. Oops, I'm telling a trade secret, but, you know. Well, but it's not a trade secret. People have themes for stuff all the time. Off the top, off the top of our head, sometimes it doesn't roll as as, as well. Well, I didn't. It wasn't on the radar. It just no, so it, happened it, that it we wasn't. worked our way there. Uh, you know, random ramblings. By the way, Josh, Kenny, that good stuff. Oh, uh, did we not do that yet? No. Well, darn. Well, if you're back, look. If this is your first time, he's Josh. I'm Kenny. If you can't tell that, we don't look alike. But anyway, no. If you're if you're coming back again, you know the voices by now. Oh yeah, this is so, news to them. They're just going, "Why didn't y'all say who you were?" Exactly. Isn't that, isn't that your job? <laughs> Sorry, new dude at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Daisy um, Duke. Sorry, oh, she's. Lord, yes. I mean, you know, she's more than just cheeky. I mean, she's more than just easy on the eyes. Um, because she every once in a while she did a lot of the work. 
Definitely yes, did all the absolutely. distracting work. As per the as per the writers. She's 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 not bad. She's just drawn that way. Mm-hmm. Chewbacca. Yes. Absolutely. Don't Chewbacca. even know why we went there. Jordy LaForge. Um yes. Or Data. Data might be a better fit. Well, I don't know, because they I wouldn't call him an unsung, but Jordy was more of an unsung. I mean, they would go straight to Data because he was a walking talking computer. So yep. I mean, honestly, if I had a problem I needed to figure it out and I couldn't come up with something immediately, it would be, hey, Data, right. what would you do? Um WWDD, what would Data do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'd go with Jordy LaForge because he was in engineering and was never down in the engine room. Yeah, which means he you also you he also have to out. go you also have to go Scotty. No, actually, I would um, want to go Bones on the original series. I'd want to go McCoy on the original series because sometimes. Not well, the sh- and and I don't one know of the, the original in so two that's... of the in two of the movies, Ahura's character really got to, and I'm talking original series cast uh-huh. in two of the movies. Ahura's character really got to shine, and the in the in the majority of it though, she wasn't that involved in let's say the action. Sure. But there, uh, in Star Trek: The Undiscovered Country, she has a single line that my wife thinks is the best line of the whole show, and she's <laughs> right. So in that in that particular movie, if you looked at that particular movie, yes, she's definitely the unsung hero. Now, when you look at the reboot, mm-hmm. the Ahura character is way more involved in all of the okay. action and everything than than in the original. Uh, which, enough. and I don't have a and I'm. I don't have a problem, and I, I can look at them as standalone. So, yeah, in the reboot, right. Uhura, definitely. No problems, that definitely. In the original, it might come down to either what episode or what movie that you're talking okay. about. Because a, a lot of times, it was not Captain Kirk that come up with no, everything. Sometimes never. Chekhov would have the one-liner that would solve the whole thing. you know. <laughs> right. And it's like, bam, there you go. And, yeah. and wow, he just said that. So... Yeah, I was just I was going down the uh, classic nerd rabbit hole. Uh, Lord of the Rings is in the same vein. Like to me, I I don't like the character. Um, not my favorite. Not not the biggest fan of the actor, to be perfectly honest. And he's part of the problem. <laughs> There's someone at the door. Uh, I believe that's Walmart. Oh wow, that's great! Stop. I love it. That's, this is like the first time this has ever happened. I we know. bring we bring them in here. I'm gonna go while he's taking care of it. I'm gonna go ahead and explain it. We bring them in here so his daughter can nap without any interruption whatsoever. And any of y'all who have dogs understand that all it takes is one weird noise out of the blue for his two. If somebody knocks on the door, walks past the door, oh if a spider crawls across the glass of the door, they start barking. But we brought them in the studio with us, We're, it, uh, yeah. simply because it, you know it, it's time for the baby to take a nap. And uh, so yeah, so now they're gonna they're gonna just we're gonna let them roll, whatever. That's our first guest on the pod. No, second guest on the podcast. Our first guest was your wife. That's true, and the baby, and the baby. So, so they're, they're the second set. Um, and just like any other toy, once you pull that rip cord, it doesn't quit. <laughs> no. I, I wish this was the wind-up toy that would run out of barks, but it does not. No, it... There we go. There we go. Anyway, that was fun, and we're going to leave it in there. I have Definitely. no reason to edit it. No. Um, that but, would take time and effort. Oh, my gosh. Neither one of us really want to oh, do that. Boy. So back to Lord of the Wing- Rings. Wings? Lord of the Wings. Whoa, I think I know what we're doing for lunch today. That's me on, on a Saturday. Uh, anyway. I think that's what we're going to do for lunch. You, you just spark. Works for me, man. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Legolas. Because everybody wants to give love to, to Vigo's character. And he's the king and all this, that, and the other. He's the chosen one. Yada, yada, yada. But Legolas winds up doing the majority of the work. He has the highest kill count of the entire franchise, by far. Uh, not the biggest fan of Orlando Bloom. That's kind of my rub there. Um, not a fan. But I would say he is not unsung, but he's the workhorse. The, yeah, well, the Pat Mule. Kind of, well. Yeah. Get, get well, that's what I'm going to call it. But, you know, yeah, he's yeah, the yeah. one that's, that's, that's carrying the majority of the weight. I mean, yeah. it's just... No, I I I'm with you. That's that's who I would now, and put that's, that franchise and, and, on. Well, you know, you bring up Orlando Bloom. I'm going to put you to the test. 
Who would be your unsung hero of the Pirates movies? It's not Pirates even of a the question. Caribbean. Not even a question. I want to know what you want to. I want to know what you say. It's Gibbs. Okay. It's Gibbs. He's in. He's on at one point or another almost all the ships in the movie. Yeah. Let's. I just wanted to make sure he, we were on the same page. Before, I mean, you know, before they even realize who Will Turner is, Gibbs is on that ship too. I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page. I mean, I just, there is no doubt in but my when mind. But when you when you when you when you said the instant you said the character name Legolas, my first thought was, "Ooh, Pirates of the Caribbean," because I actually think I that's there next. some of Orlando's better work. Yes, um, I would agree. Still kind of douchey in that one too. <laughs> he plays the same wannabe douchey heartthrob in all of them. It's weird. I don't. I, I don't know of a role that he's in that doesn't have that, to be perfectly honest. Those are like the two main things that I've seen him in. I may have seen him in one or two other. I don't but he's not a he's that. not one of those he's not somebody that's like, ooh, Orlando's in that, we have to watch it. I mean, he's not like my right. Mel Gibson. I it, Mel Gibson's in it, I'm gonna watch it. You know, uh-huh. if Bruce Willis is in it, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that type of thing. Starship Troopers. Oh, <laughs> so many people died. It's kind of hard. To... <laughs> That's true. Uh, I would actually end up going with Neil Patrick Harris's character. Uh, I can't think of the name right now. It's, that's escaping me. Uh, why unsung though? Well, you... he doesn't. He did. There was a lot of unwritten stuff that he did. You did not see. You did not know. You you had no clue till the end that he was involved in it. Because of the way that, and I don't want to give spoilers because if you haven't watched it, you right. really need to suffer through. I mean, you really need to watch it. I'm, wow, I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that again the way I did before. The first time I suffered. The second time I enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, but I had no reference to the franchise prior to. But I was told in the past week after hearing that uh, latest our previous episode talking about that, you know, there's an animated one. <gasps> really? <laughs> <laughs> yep. He wanted me to let you know there is an animated. Ah, thank you, whoever you are, because now I'm going to go look it up. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to go look it up because I have to now. Yep. <laughs> but I, like I said, the the person I went and. Saw Star Trip, Starship Troopers with had previous knowledge of the franchise. Right, I did not, and I I went to the theaters to see this, and it had the word star and ship in it that was good enough for me. I know. So you know, in theaters I suffered, but you know, it came out, and I'm like, let's let's watch it again. Okay, let let's move towards. Uh, we'll, we'll circle back to television then. Friends, Joey, you think? Yeah, I think. You think? Just the lovable com- idiot? Just for pure comic relief, Joey. Big Bang. Oh, oh, oh da, 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 again, hard time with the character names. Oh, and I've... See, I don't... It gets harder too when much everybody has their yeah, own story. There's too much of this because you want to say Penny just because she kind of grounds everybody. No, she no. Not yeah, at all. she she brings in the the no the real life. Come on, oh really? really? It's Stuart. No, it is. No. It's either Stuart or Raj. One of the two. No. What? How? How can you sit there and say it's neither Stuart nor Stuart Raj? has never said anything that was a wow moment. That was a, oh my god moment. Oh, that's really the way it is moment. Where Penny does it all the time. That's just like... Of course, you do realize Big Bang is nothing but Dexter's laboratory. I understand that. So... there's a uh, You just took that in a weird twist, because that would make... I wanted to take the topic of conversation off of me not agreeing with you. Dexter and Lily would be... That's not okay. I need you to change that correlation. (laughs) Think about it. Yeah, I know. I've done that. Thank you. No, good. Processed and deleted. Control-alt-deleted that idea from my head. Think about it. Anyway. I get it. Oh, you're talking about them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, I've got it, and I've control-alt-deleted no, no, task manager that I'm, shit. The reason I go Penny is because of the, the grounding moments that she has, because here you have, and Sheldon, believe it or not, is the main character of that show. Oh, it only yeah. took like two shows for that to happen. Mm-hmm. But he is, they play him out to be so flippin' intelligent that the simpler things of life, like social interaction, go over his head. 
Right. So the times that she's able to say something and then he just stands there kind of jaw dropped. That's why I would go there. <laughs> I, I will entertain that argument while not accepting that argument. Well, see, to me, Stuart was just an add-on character because they married off Howard and Roger didn't have anybody to date. I mean, Roger didn't have anybody to hang out with. <laughs> but see, that's why I think it's Roger. Then they went and got Stuart a girlfriend. <laughs> That was one of those like weird season twists that yeah. nobody was okay with. It just felt gross. Nobody that watched that show can hear the song Smooth Operator and not think about Stuart. I'd almost, I would almost put Will Wheaton in that mix. Actually, his his character played a, a more pivotal role in those episodes. He wasn't episodes. a character. He was himself. Yeah, but, okay, whatever. But, I mean, they wrote him as in, in as a more pivotal role than right. what you would have thought. More so than Stuart? I don't know, because his all that played off of each other. I mean, right. The writers of that show were really good. Have you watched Young Sheldon? The writers of that show is really good. I too. have not gotten into that. You need to. I'm a bit late on that party. Well, I wasn't exactly on board with it when it first came out, but... Right. Well, everybody's afraid of a spinoff. Well, this one was cast well, and it's yeah. it's written well. Let's see. I think I'm starting to run out. Unsung heroes in comics, in comicals. Though. I mean, we're trying to do that in comedies. That's not... Again, there's not like there's we a plot and a twist and a... And a, and a somebody to solve a, a problem and everything. Right. All right, Knight Rider. Who would be the unsung hero in Knight Rider? Because in Baywatch, the unsung hero is pretty much anybody that didn't like have their name come across in the opening credits. I always thought the the bald... he wrinkles his nose. Is this where I should go ahead and tell no. him that Aquaman got his start on Baywatch? No, no, you're okay. good. Um, I would say for, if we were going down that weird rabbit hole, I would say the bald, hairy guy because he always would be there in that moment, but not Hasselhoff. The other creepily old lifeguard. Yeah. Everybody else was like young and flashy and woo. And then there's Grandpa Fuzzball. Right, so back to Knight Rider. Who's, who is it, Knight Rider? Is it the car? Or is it Knight Rider himself? <laughs> it's, it's, it's not Hoff. I can tell you that. Um, I would say it's Mr. Feeney. <laughs> that takes me down the Boy Meets World path. Not not familiar enough, uh, honestly. Okay. Part of me says Eric, the older brother. Part of me also says Mr. Feeney, but I feel like he's he knows his knows his role, so that doesn't really count. Hmm. I'm at an impasse. <sighs> TV used to be so much better than it is now in places. Maybe I'm just nostalgic and living that nostalgic um, trend that this world has currently created. I I don't know if I'd even go there. Um I think the I think the the plots and things for the same type of shows are similar. Yeah. Uh I I really wish a a Knight Rider reboot, I think, would be great because the special effects would be better. They did that. Did they? Yeah. When? It's been six or seven years ago now. God, where oh, have I been? No, no, don't do this to yourself. It's terrible. They Is did it? it. I know that they they there was one that I caught that was a TV show yeah. that it had like the the big huge seven forty seven or whatever, and they had seven or eight cars and a no. whole team of people, mm. but. I didn't catch one that was know. like the original. Well, it's never Maybe I ignored like it because it. I didn't like the one I just got through talking about. I I remember them doing it. It's probably been longer than six or seven. It could have been 10 or 12 years ago. But either way, I no. No. They tried to use some newer concept car. It was right along with the debut of something else. It was oh, it was not good. Not good uh, at all. 2008. Oh, so it's been... Night Rider 2000 is what I'm thinking about. No, that's a different story. That's like uh, and then Blues... there was a team Night Rider. <laughs> Blues Clues. Then there was I'm a Night Rider Blues 2010. Brothers. Good Lord. <laughs> Way too many of those. All right, I retract. 
I, it's funny. I was well, thinking, so like, I, and I think it's because said, I like you said Knight Rider 2000 and you missed it. But I just sat here and went, it's like Blues Clues. No, <laughs> Blues Brothers 2000. <laughs> Good with job, jo- Josh. With John Goodman in it. Good job. Congratulations. I, I have a four, well, see, it's like some I of them 14 they, month old. Some of them that they redid, like, you know, Battlestar Galactica pops into mind. The, the, the newer Don't CGI effects and everything enhanced the show. Plus, they wrote it a little darker. Right. Sometimes when the 80s shows can be written a little bit darker. And that being said, none of the Dukes of Hazard movies were all that great. Nope. The original nope. Dukes of Hazard was awesome. And I, there was always a moral to the story at the end. And that all the little movies and spinoffs <laughs> afterwards were, were not all that. Right. At all. Uh, they tried, but it just didn't happen. Yeah. I... I think it's funny. We've now circled back to you were talking about the Dukes of Hazard. I think like at the end of the GI Joe cartoon, there's always that one moment. <laughs> yeah, where there it was, was like, that one. There was always hey, that one moment. You guys should smoke this weed, and they're like, <laughs> "Don't do that." I'm like, why? Why are we worried about the emo- the educational moment at the end? You've had the entire show where you all are less accurate than stormtroopers. <laughs> <laughs> And now you want to give life advice? Star Wars, unsung heroes. I said Chewbacca. Really? That's right, you did, didn't you? I did. Wow. Is there another one? I don't know. I I think, I well, I went to the Disney franchise where you have all these new movies. Um, oh, which all of them are unsung heroes because only Rogue One. Hey, Rogue guess what? One was the best one. Rogue One is the movie unsung oh. hero of a movie franchise. That whole movie is an unsung hero. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. But I also feel like that movie was made up of all the unsung heroes from the rest of the series. <laughs> like everybody that would have played a part true. of the others. Is right. True. Like, the real rebellion <laughs> died. Right, they were the Bothans, um, and many of them died to get that information. <laughs> I will, sh- I will share this, and I know it will send me down a very, very dark nerd rabbit hole. Um, I have I play tabletop games, D and D. There's a bunch of different versions of it, but Dungeons and Dragons will play. Um, they've done a Star Wars version. They did a comic book version that I think you would actually have a blast with because you could make your own character with superpowers and everything. Um, but in the Star Wars tabletop role-playing game, the Bothans are an actual race, and they look like Scooby-Doo. Oh, nice. Not like not exactly, but they, they are uh, yeah, like an animal, dog-animal species. And I'm like, I've never seen... Any of those, I don't know what Bothans died to bring that information because Rogue One debunks that entire <laughs> yeah. book. And I'm like, that's not what Bothans are supposed to look like. Because uh, I saw and well, played before I got I actually, to the and other. I, and, I've, and I've said this before. I actually think that there was a writer somewhere that, that watched Star Wars and heard that line and went, huh. Wonder what that story would look like, and then we got a movie off of well, it. Well, of course, and it, um, and kudos to that person yeah, for being the best writer of the mix. Oh man, it's one of the best ones of the Disney franchise. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so oh for sure. Oh man. Um, ooh, how about low key villains? You've got your obvious villain. You got the obvious bad guy. But what about those that are probably even worse, but they don't get the credit they deserve for being evil? I have the goat, but I don't want to start there. No, start there because I'm drawing a blank. Grandpa Joe. Oh wow. From Charlie or from Willy Wonka, the yeah, original. That's wow. Uh huh. His daughter is currently keeping up with four elderly people and a child washing clothes in a wash bin that is bigger than most stew pots. And she's doing it with a wooden spoon. And I don't know, I've never seen her use soap. <laughs> it's just hot water. And now magically, this kid wins the lottery. And he's like, 
Sign me up, you freeloading <laughs> bastard. Up dancing in, 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 in oh, all yeah. sorts of neat stuff. Yeah. It takes him all of about 30 seconds to to get rid of 30 years of atrophy. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, we're not going to keep going there because you just, you just nailed it. I mean, you really just nailed it. I reckon that's why I was drawing a blank. I went straight to my uh-huh. comics and stuff. It's like, who's who's kind of a villain but not really a villain? I know. Most I don't, of I don't them think are we give Catwoman dry. enough credit for being evil, honestly. I, I don't think we give her enough credit at all for being evil. I think she, she walks just, a thin, thin line. But she's meant as a villain, though. She's she's classified as a villain, but isn't. A, she's classified as a villain and lives up to the hype. I yeah, but sometimes she actually could... helps the good side. She just does it in a bad way. Okay, fine. But let, let's look at it from the people that you don't think are evil. They're not typecast as evil, but at the end of the day, Pyro. bastard. Huh? Pyro. He's evil. Well, from the movies, though, when you first get introduced to him, you only see a bad side. If you know the comic strip yeah, in the cartoon, okay. you know the evil side. But when they I did the it. live action, they they introduced him so that you would have some back. There's a lot of backstory sometimes sure. in the live action versions of this stuff. Um, well, books are the same. I mean, any book is going to be that way. Yeah. There are books turned movies that are just dreadful by comparison. Ready Player One is one of those that falls way short. Book versus movie. Uh, the Hunger Games, way short. I'm book gonna versus movie. I'm gonna agree with that. Um, and I did read the books before I watched the movies. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And Caitlin, uh, my daughter, she gave them to me and. Uh, it it was the first one was a little hard because you were learning all about it, and yeah. like the first three or four chapters, you were learning all about it. Mm-hmm. Once you got to that point, though, then you couldn't put it down. Then you just couldn't put it down. Now there's a lot in the books that they couldn't. There's character development. The movies would have been longer than Lord of the Rings movies had they tried to put it all in there. There's a lot of thought process and the actual the thought bubble. That you're getting in, people are giving you their mindset. How am I supposed to handle this? I don't know what to do. You don't get that language right. in the movie. So you, the book is almost always going to be better than the movie for that purpose. And again, I'm not taking away. You can't create that. Unless it's you go, difficult. It's you, very difficult. Like Unless you give an inner there, monologue. There is, some sub, there is some subtext to the Harry Potter movies, and I've not read the books, but I've had I've people... I've heard a lot. I've, I've had people tell me that the writers did a fine job at some of the subtext. Yes. Getting it in there... In other means, in other words, yep. getting it in there in another way. Now, and we all know I'm not a huge fan of a bunch of flashbacks, but I understand when you have to flashback real quick to get some character development in there. I get that. But they were able to write some subtle stuff in on Harry Potter, according to the people that I know who have read the books and watched the yeah. movies. I haven't read the books. They're thick, thick, thick. And that just it looks scary to me. I'm trying to actually go back and see if there's an unsung hero of Harry Potter. And if there is a deep down Neville, unsung hero, yeah, Neville Longbottom, he's always in the right place at the wrong time or the wrong place at the right time, and it always turns out that he ends up doing something pretty decent. And then at the very end of the thing, look at his accomplishments. No, no, I, I get that. I can appreciate that. But he gets the payoff, though. Yeah. Well, See, he. I, I need the people that. But don't he only get a gets payoff. it. He only gets it in one movie in a twenty second. Split. Okay. I mean, for right. the rest of the time, all right. He he's there, and I mean, at one point in time, he's trying to tell on everybody, and he ends up helping them more than he does. Right. You know it. So I mean, it qualifies. Yeah. No, I get it. I mean, a lot of times at the end of it, you know, the hero's holding the the hand up of the you know. Right. If it hadn't been for this guy. You know, there's even in the in, in the beginning of NCIS, there's more than one time in which Gibbs has actually told Tony, "Hey, if it wasn't for McGee." You know, Right. No, I don't... You're right. You're right. I, I was trying to think of one that would be a better fit than Neville, and I can't really think of one. No? Nope. Can't really do it. Um, the guy who's been evil from the jump, though, I to me, I kind of lean toward Hagrid. That dude knew a lot 
and did absolutely jack squat about it. Now, Hagrid was the bad influence. He's the one that made sure everybody knew how to go here, go there, and how to get there without getting caught. But that's well, kind of actually point, you though. have a lot of because we can still go because Dumbledore himself did a lot of behind the scenes under the table oh, stuff. Good Lord, yes. Uh, and let's before we even go there, McGonagall. She overlooked. She knew. You could tell by the look on but her face. But that doesn't make her evil. No. Well, you said un. You were going. Oh, you went on the evil end. No, of it. sorry. Unsung hero is McGonagall for yeah, sure. I mean, you. I, but I didn't she realize comes up big late. No, I, no, no. I, I missed the part where I you were skipping the, to the bad to evil. I Hagrid could have shut that whole place down with a whistle. That's kind of my thing. I'm like, I mean, what, what? They don't have anything on you that is like dreadful. Yeah, but like they got no evidence. You got a spider friend that's the size of a house. Okay, but that's that's the worst you've done. That's the worst you've done as a house pet who outgrew the house. Yeah, yeah. literally. But you continue to let. Like to me, you're an asshole for not sharing. <laughs> Um, and that may be a stretch on my part, and I did. I, I, I've probably set the bar too high with Grandpa Joe. You um, may have, in all actuality. Yeah, I think I did. I, I took my shot. Well, Jean Listen. Grey, she, she had the potential in there, but you know they play it off as two different personalities. Well, that's the case. You could really make the case that Xavier's an asshole. Well, he is, but well, you know. But I'm I'm just saying that's a that's a. I want I'm I I guess because there's there's an evil. Not that and Grandpa Joe still digs around and gets into things that could potentially screw up the lotto ticket that he's trying to freeload. He's just horrible. He's the worst kind of person. I'm not arguing with you. No. I'm just being quiet while you go off about Grandpa Joe. Fuck that guy. Just flat out. Speaking of which, there's a Joe that, that we both know that's listening. That's Papa Joe. Yes. He's I different. saw him the other day. And I was just having having a little bit of fun, having a little bit of conversation. And he's, I asked him if he was always busy. And he said, yeah, he liked to stay busy. And he yes. asked me, he goes, what about you? And I'm like, I like to stay busy. I said, but every once in a while, I do like to sit down. He goes, and that's when you get with Josh. And I went, oh, God, you listen. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and apologize now and drive off. So since we have circulated uh, back to the group who probably deserves to be guests more than my Those are our do. unsung yeah. heroes. They are. They have made everything happen. It has come to my attention this week that they actually had a listen party. Oh no! Really? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, it I love it happened, it. and it's they were they did not know that they existed in this realm. It's like being in an alternate dimension, and you don't know they're there, and then you find the gateway. Um, but it was one of those. I talked to the uh, the eldest the other day, and he goes, "How much do y'all mention us?" And I said, "I mean." Not necessarily regularly. And he goes, regular enough that my brother brought the whole thing over and we just <laughs> sat there and listened to it. And I said, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of surprised that he's turned into and he's enjoying it as much as he is. Really? I was, I'm genuinely surprised that he is enjoying this as much as he is. I kind of. I'm flattered that he enjoys it. And, and that's, you know, our job is to be somewhat entertaining. I almost if blushed a little bit. Than... I almost blushed a little bit, honestly, because it was like out of, out of everybody, I didn't really figure he'd listen. That's kind of, I was kind of the same thing. But like, now that I know, I mean, they're having listen parties. That's awesome. <laughs> well, there's, I mean, it's not plural. It's happened once. No. but Well, still, it's awesome. <laughs> but he asked me how many episodes we've done. And I was like, well, up at this, at this point, we've done 25. And he goes, what? And I said, yeah, we started like back in December. You told what? I mean, he's just—he's taken back by it. And I was like, I, I was like, it's just us sitting there cutting up, carrying on. He goes, it's the same shit y'all do at the stew. I'm like, 
And here Ooh, we sit. We should bring. We should bring stuff. We should do a live at the oh, stew. My God, we would never get anything accomplished. That isn't that the sure. point. <laughs> do we really not doing any more taste tests? Because do... that sounded like fifteen three year olds chewing gum. No. <laughs> but anyway, but you know what? I've had people that listen to that. I had a buddy, uh, former military. He wanted to know who let the cat out of the bag on the chicklets being shitlets. He said. It would have only been better if you guys had chewed that unknowingly. And I said, uh-uh, nope. No, new guy. Nope. Blame that on new guy. Whoever you are, that was new guy. I knew, <laughs> I knew from TikTok before that point. That's where I told him. I said, nope. I actually had another friend at work. Uh, we had lunch the other day, um, and he told me, he goes, you know, I was listening. He goes, there's a guy on TikTok y'all need to look up since he he does that same thing. And I looked at him, I laughed. I said, where do you think we got the idea? That would be he goes, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I said, where do you think we got the idea? And yeah. I actually told him, I said, you, I said, you like to camp, you should order them. I just saw uh, a friend of mine on Facebook who was doing some hiking and he had one. He said, the, and it was, he had lasagna. And I was like, I'm down with that. I'd like to try that. I think this is my problem. I now want to try all of them. Not all of them. Most of them. I don't. <laughs> I, I'm intrigued. I would be the I would be the person that would like to that would want to go to a store that sells them so I could pick and choose which ones I take with me. And I understand that. And there's a large and, part and of me that you, would agree. If you people who have not seen me face to face were to look at me, you'd think that I'm not picky at all about what I eat, but sometimes. And I owe you a thank you, by the way. Speaking of going to places and shopping, oh, you brought me a gift today, and I'm very, very appreciative. For those that do not know, I collect playing cards. I don't actively do it. I don't have thousands. I find the ones that I think are intriguing or have some sort of meaning or just flat out a subject I enjoy that didn't know they had playing cards. And you brought me Little Debbie playing cards. I did indeed. I did indeed. I found them at an outlet store while I was camping. I am disappointed that I didn't know this existed. Um, we, we, uh, This particular camping trip was, I'm not going to say it was put together in a hurry, but we really had no, other than to see our daughter, it was, you know, we, we meet her in the same city, the same campground every year for her birthday. And... We were basically driving through an area of the state on the way to the campground. And for whatever reason, my wife was being very attentive to each side of the road we were on. And I hear this, there's a little Debbie outlet. And I almost wrecked everything. Absolutely. I mean, because I'm sure next thing you know, my head's on a swivel. It's like, where is this? We have to go. And there's actually a... Um, Three stores up there now, if you count that outlet, that while we're in that area, we're going to go there. We will actually make a day Absolutely. trip to go to these places. Uh, so I told her, I said, we'll go. And, and I asked her, I said, did you bring any sweets? She goes, no, not really. I'll, I'll, we'll go. <laughs> well, no no question asked. We'll go. By the way, people, the zebra cake donuts taste like zebra cakes. But anyway, um, so we went in there, and as we were browsing around, I saw the cards and literally just picked them up off the shelf. I was like, Josh has got to have these. They, these have got to go in the collection. If anybody is going to have a deck of cards in a collection, it has to be that deck of cards. I am here for that 100%. I'm very appreciative. And there's a large part of me that wants to open them, but I'm not because that's what collecting does. It just means I need to make a trip to buy a second set to yes. play with. <laughs> there you go. Um, hey, you know what? Wait a minute. You, you want to go? I'll drive. Yeah, I bet you would. Because <laughs> you know the other place I'm going to take you to. <laughs> going to take you to the outdoor store. I... See, that's the that's another thing I, I kind of want to touch on with you in terms of, not that it's a newfound thing, and obviously you know it's not your your first go round, but you are currently in a phase that I get into, and we've talked about this, where it's zero to hero. It is you've gone from zero to hero on this topic, and I I am here for it one hundred percent. This is another moment, and we don't have to be too direct or graphic because of who we are and what we do. And I just, I am enjoying seeing you this excited. Like a kid in a candy store is what it is. Uh, well, and you're gonna you're gonna experience this. Uh, this is, um, and I'm not gonna use the term empty nest, but this is what happens when your your child starts making what did you call it a while back? Adult money. Yes. <laughs> so. Uh, 
the the daughter's out of school and graduated and she's starting to get stable. So not as much of my income is still having to go to support her. You have an influx so of cash. So I I now can can put money back for some big boy toys. And you know, yeah, I and I kind of went on a little well, binge is a good word. <laughs> that's a hell of a binge. Yeah, it is, but you know, but it's fun. It, it is, and that's that's what matters. Is it's fun. But and I and I don't and oh, darling, I know you're listening. Don't get me wrong. Still help you if you need help. But it, it, I never did understand it when I moved out of my mom and dad's house. All of a sudden, there was money for riding lawnmower and new cars and right. And it's like. The hell was this when I was living there? Absolutely. I mean, I was over there going to the grocery store for myself. Damn it! What the hell? Right. Uh, but I I get it now because there's as, as your child ages, the amount of money it takes. And I used to argue and argue and argue. You know, people get stuck with fifteen hundred dollars a month in child support. It could probably very easily take three grand a month. Right. If if you were to act, you're not really spending that per month. But if you were to do an eighteen year lifespan. And divide it all out. You somebody probably it, spent that kind of money. Somebody and I, said it was and I will near, still say that somebody having to write a fifteen hundred dollar check to an ex to support a single child is a bit much per month. But I can understand where over the average of the lifetime it right. might would end up see looking like or feeling like that, depending on what the child's into. Mine was not into dance and stuff like that. I've got a friend whose child just did their first dance, oh and he said God. he's pretty certain that he's got twenty two hundred dollars in it. Uh, just between you know tuition fees and then yeah. uniforms, there's a hidden fee here, there's a hidden fee there. My child did band, oh my word. Right. Uh, because she did color guard, so we bought uniforms, different uniforms, uniforms each flags, year. Yeah. We had to buy flagpoles, we had to buy this, we had to buy... So you end up spending several hundred, especially when they're older. And then if they go to college, um, there's all sorts of expense there. And, and part of that was us. We did not want her to have to have a part-time job Absolutely. during high school or college because we wanted her to focus on school because she wanted to go to college. She knew that before she hit high school that she wanted to go to a four-year right. institution. So we were like, all right, don't stress yourself over making your own gas money. Well, of course, we had a, an um, amazing church family that kept her in money and babysitting. Perfect. Because then it wasn't 30 hours a week or 25 hours a week or every week. It wasn't part of your schedule. And, you know, her money could be her money to go play with. Right. And we did that in college as well, which she she did work study. So she did make a little bit of money here and there. But it's it's not enough to cover everything. Sometimes a trip would come up into D.C. and it's like $30, $40 to go. And right. that includes a long list of things. And we were like, hey, we'll take care of that. And then she decided to stay where she went to school. Yep. So that takes even more money because you had you well we felt like we had to help her launch is the way I put it. Sure. Which meant sometimes you got a phone call. Well, I've made all my bills for the for the week or for the month, but I'm a little hungry. Oh, don't you worry about a thing, darling. And the next thing you know, you you call up and you've done spent seventy five dollars at Walmart and she's got to go pick it up. And pretty much any time, and even still now, anytime we go up there, we end up buying groceries. But you know it's. So little there's a little bit of there's a little bit of extra, so I've been able to indulge myself a little bit. Well, <laughs> and, and and my wife's able to do it too. So right. it's somebody it's, put together it's the, great. Somebody put together the uh, average number of what it cost, and this was six or eight years ago to raise a kid from birth to eighteen, and it was a quarter million dollars. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that easily, um, especially if you keep them. That was ten years ago. If you're buying all name brand stuff, very easily, right? Uh, just in clothes, yep. uh, and with 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 females, makeup, jewelry. I mean, there's a whole, and I mean, guys come with their own because they always get into something sports, hunting, fishing. Sure. There's always everybody something. has something, and hell, there's girls out there that's into all of it. So, right. but yeah, it's. <laughs> I actually got a couple of different little passions going on that I can, I'm not going to say passions, but different little things that I've got going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them I know you enjoy more than the other one. <laughs> but that's a that's a different story for another day. And I, I don't want anybody to think that I'm I'm, I'm downplaying. No, I'm not super rich because my kid moved out. No, uh, But no. it's just, it's easier to find $20 to put back for something that I want. 
than right. it used to be. And sometimes that twenty dollars ends up going back to the kid again. It just depends on what happens. It winds up being more of a freedom to do it versus let me hang on to this in case she calls. Well, that I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up an example. Gonna call out the kid. Ooh. Um, her very first adult birthday present was bittersweet. Oh. Well, we got very lucky. Uh, we had three cars when she graduated high school. The one she wanted to take with her to college was my pickup truck, and that was not going to happen because I'm pretty certain that's attached to my heart, and they, if, without one, the other doesn't function. But anyway, um, <laughs> so we were gearing up to litter take you the mom. You know you're married, right? Yeah. <laughs> we were gearing up. That doesn't... <laughs> Oh, she knows I have a special relationship with my truck, and she knows the truck I'm talking about. It's the one that died <laughs> bitterly yes, yes. In, a, in a crash. It was viciously murdered. Uh, but anyway, we we were gearing up to, to let her take the, the van, the, the mom van, which was going to be great for moving in and out of a dorm. Right. But um, my wife's aunt stepped up, bought a brand new car, and had presence of mind to think maybe the kid would appreciate something a little more teenage and it was a little small, uh, well, it was Sunfire. It was a little Sunfire. And she gifted my daughter with the car. All we had to do was basically pay to transfer everything over. And we thought it was the best gift on the planet. It was wonderful, and it was more suited for her age. Yep. And really good on gas, which made coming to and from home and college great. Yep. But she was up there. She'd barely made it a semester and a half, and she had a flat. Well, I had had presence of mind to buy her a AAA membership so that I would not have to worry about those things because when you're four hours away, 1-800-DADDY doesn't work. Yeah. So AAA come, took care of it for and showed her where she really needed new tires. So, and this was getting close to her birthday. So I told her, I said, I'll buy you a set of tires for your birthday. Just get in, get in the car on exit. What, what's your day without classes? So... She and I were on the phone. I was talking to the guy where she went to get tires. He was talking to her. I mean, it, it was a great, it, it worked out. I was able to actually teach her from a distance how to buy tires, or the way I buy tires at least. And so paid for them right then and there. Just, you know, gave the guy the, the information to, to take care of it over the phone. Paid for it and everything. So when her birthday rolled around, she got a t-shirt. Because we'd already bought it. <laughs> That's the only thing she got. So yeah. she opened her t-shirt and she was really excited about the gift that she got and that she got to open something. And then she sort of sat there and she's like, I don't think I like adult gifts. <laughs> and I looked at her and I'm like, well, I can give you the bill for the tires. No, 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 dad. No, no. I'm just going to have to adjust. She's adjusting. Yeah. She's adjusting well because her Easter basket this year was $60 worth of groceries. So I'm currently I'm currently living that struggle in a different way. Um, my parents are well, let, not that my father is not. My mother is a gifter. Every year you hear, "Oh, we're not going to do that much." Oh, we're not going to do that much. There are doors and windows you can't see out of. <laughs> now it could be the smallest of things. It's not necessarily extravagant, but. My, lo my mother loves seeing people unwrap stuff. I'm a lot like that. I would rather have a professional gift wrapper so I don't have to do it, but that's a story for another day. Everything that I get for my wife, for my daughter now, I'm. it could be the smallest, stupidest little thing. I'm wrapping it. So I know I get that from her. There's no doubt in my mind. We wrap the contents of the stocking. At a boy. At a boy. Because it's fun to rip that paper up and yes. throw it across the room. Yes. Well, Plus, it's also fun to watch somebody try to open a wrapped up toothpaste tube. Yes. So, what I'm learning to struggle with now is... And I'm not... It's not a struggle. It's a transition that has to happen. There's a grandbaby in the house. Oh, so, your presence just got, just got minimal... Yeah. The, the pile, bar got lower for got Josh. <laughs> Which again, I would rather her be showered with it, except now I have to bring it all home. Yeah. We, took, we took two cars to my parents for Christmas. My wife thought I was nuts, and I went, we're going to need it. And I had the seats laid down in my vehicle, the, the, <laughs> the rear seats laid down, and we used every bit of it. 
<laughs> Every bit of it. And then my wife carried the food and the baby home. <laughs> but oh, I, I had, get it. I had to adapt to that. Oh, I get it. The daughter's boyfriend has a two-year-old. Oh, and yeah. we've gotten to meet him. We got to spend a whole weekend with him. He is just adorable little thing. He's I call him my buddy. And he's a lot of fun. And Easter, he got presents. The kids get $60, $60 worth of groceries, but he got presents. He gets presents just pretty much, oh, we're going up there. We, we we met them, met them halfway to camp. He got presents. My <laughs> wife's already geared. <laughs> She's already geared. She's in I call grandparent it, mode. She laughs at me because I rocked him to sleep like twice while they were visiting for the weekend, and I called it pop-all practice. And she laughs at me, and I'm like, oh, no, mammal practice has been going on for a while now. Right. <laughs> so, but I'm, and it's, it's so much fun. But, you know, it will be more fun for me when my daughter can actually open stuff. That's probably my one gripe from this past Christmas. I'm going to tell you right it. now until she's 10 years old, do not let the box be in this house. <laughs> they like the empty box more than the toy that came out of it. I asked Santa Claus early on, do not leave any boxes at my house. <laughs> Because you go out, and first of all, they can't tell you what they want. So you have to pay attention to see what they're into, what turns them on, what what brightens their eyes, what makes that smile on their face. You've got to pay attention to that. Then you go get it so they can play with a cardboard box. There was one year I almost went to U-Haul and bought several different size boxes. So we bought, we recently made a purchase of a similar, similar nature. It's not... It came in a box, but it's it's not it's the closest thing to boxes that you're gonna get a kid that you're okay playing with. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with it or you've seen it. It's called the Nugget. It's literally oh, I saw the pictures on Facebook. Okay, <laughs> all right. So you've seen this thing. There is nothing flashy about this. Hell, if anything, this is just extra padding so she doesn't fall from some other high predetermined stunt that she's created for herself and not have a foam pad to land on but it's literally that it's nothing more than weird shapes that she can mess with like the box there's nothing flashy about it now it, it will benefit her for motor skills and motor function and exploration and building and all that and I'm, I'm here for every bit of that but when i opened it and i got it out and i was like it just it's in four pieces and i'm like this is just, this just looks like boxes. Oh, yeah. light switch. <laughs> and I was like, this is the box that the stuff would have come in. That's Some, all this is. This is Somewhere just there's a newfound millionaire. <laughs> God. Speaking of millionaires that, not that they're not deserving, but for the love of Pete, my daughter watches this thing on YouTube, and I will readily admit... I'm owning it right now, and I know I'm not the only one, so I'm not that worried about it. It's the Dad Needs a Minute show because she's hypnotized by it. Well, just stand there and stare at it. Yeah, there's a bug in here. Um, but, like, she'll just stand there and stare at it. like, And she'll engage with it. I mean, she doesn't just get lost, but you can leave her there. Pretty sure I go get groceries and come back. Yeah. <laughs> and I she said that know. about Scooby Doo. <laughs> right. I think I could have cut that on and so, done whatever I needed to do. I've done research into the person who hosts this because it's a YouTube program. YouTube can be monetized. I tried to do that with streaming. Then I had a baby and then I haven't gotten back to it. I'm working on it. But along the way, I went, I, need, I just need to know. If she's monetized, because she's got a ton of views. A lot of them come from us on a regular basis. Because every time you click on it, view and enough views, they'll pay you every month for whatever your views are. So I looked. This lady is a preschool teacher or former preschool teacher. A former preschool teacher, former actress. She was on Broadway, was never in anything major, nothing that anyone has ever heard of. She and her husband, her husband, writer, uh, set designer, and overall book nerd, during COVID, decided to just make videos for kids. Okay. So they're using all the stuff at the house. They use computer animation, green screen, very low key. 
they bought a bunch of kids' toys. And they're playing with the same kid toys that are sitting right there. Any idea what her net worth is? Probably two or three million. Oh, you're off by a figure. Oh, really? More numbers in the more numbers in, in front of the zeros, huh? Wow. She's worth roughly fifteen million dollars. I can tell you right now, Broadway don't pay much unless you're one of them. And she wasn't one of them because you'd heard from her before. I looked. She hadn't done anything in Broadway that I would have been like, ooh. I, w- I don't know half of it. It was mostly off-Broadway stuff. And then same thing for her husband. And I'm like, really? Really? Wow. That'd be an awful lot of fun in that outdoor store. Right? Wouldn't it, though? Yes. I'd yes, a, it would. I would have a place to use all of that where no one could say a word to we, me. We've talked about that before. Both of us would have to tuck that stuff so far away in a bank account and then throw away that bank account book. Don't attach no debit cards to it. No, no, no. Debit cards are a convenience because and a curse. I can promise you I know what would happen. Oh, Trunk or Treat's coming Oof. up. I need to go get the mystery machine. <laughs> and I would go buy one. <laughs> trunk or Treat's coming up. He'd be handing out trunks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> On that note, later. <laughs>